Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a pleasure it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We're in the last chapter of 1 Corinthians, that is chapter 16, and you're joining me for the second installment of our study here. We began last broadcast, we talked about verse 1 and 2, I'll rehearse that a little bit, and then we'll move on, verse 3, 4, and following. If you've missed any of our Bible studies, including the last one, all of those are available via our podcast. You can find Striving for Revival wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Just hit subscribe when you find us, and that will give you instant free access to every Bible study that we've done. I've gone through many of these New Testament books already, gone uh, through uh, many Old Testament passages as well, and all of those are archived and available waiting on you there via the podcast. Now, thank you for listening here on the radio, and I encourage you to continue, obviously, to do that. And I appreciate this station, every station that carries our broadcast. What a blessing it is to our heart. What an opportunity it is to get the gospel out around the world. You know, the Lord sold that to his disciples, greater works than these shall you do. And I don't know what he was exactly talking about, but I know this. We can sit behind a microphone, and we can broadcast via the airways. All the way, all the way around the world. Whereas it used to be, you had to take a a, a train, and before that, take a a beast of burden and walk many miles, and took days and journey. Uh, the journey took m- maybe years. I don't know, and sail across the sea on old wooden ships. But not now. Now I can just get on the radio. Speaking to this microphone and all around the world, people can hear what God has to say from His Word. And what a blessing and a joy that is. So keep supporting your radio ministry that you listen to, and thank you for listening to KNVBC especially. Now, here we are in chapter 16. In this chapter, Paul is not so much doctrinal as he is practical. And these are some final instructions and final admonitions and final remarks he'll make to these Christians in the church at Corinth. And as Paul is concluding the chapter, he gets on the topic of finances. For context, you'll remember that the church in Jerusalem was heavily persecuted, highly pressured, and there was heavy taxation. These believers, I believe with their zeal, believing, well, the Lord's coming back, let's just, uh, let's just do this. They, they, had, they, they sold all their things, they had all things common, and many of them were now poor. Paul has taken it upon himself He's not been forced to. He's not been chosen by a council of, um, you know, other churches meeting together. But Paul has taken this upon himself to be a blessing to the church or churches in the area of Jerusalem. And so Paul has already admonished the church in Galatia and churches throughout that region of Galatia. And now he is admonishing the church in Corinth to join in a free will love offering for them in Jerusalem. Now, that's exactly what it is. Free will. You don't have to give if you don't want to give. Love offering. If you do give, it's because you have a heart. You have compassion because you have a love for those that are in need. So he says, here's what I want you to do concerning this collection for the saints, as I've given order to the churches of Galatia, even so, 
do ye. He said, here's what you do. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God hath prospered him, and that there be no gatherings when I come. And we talked about that last broadcast. The admonition is, every time you meet together for church, take up an offering. The first day of the week tells us when the church met and when it meets today. It meets on Sunday, not on the Sabbath, but on Sunday. We celebrate the resurrection every time we have church on a Sunday. And so the Gentile church here in the New Testament times, these these early churches give us the example. They met on Sunday. Not only did they meet on Sunday, they met on Sunday and they preached and they sang and they took up an offering. That sort of sounds like what we try to do today, doesn't it? You say, well, you, I just want to be biblical and everything. And that's why we have our praise service. Oh, hey, listen, to be biblical, it is to preach, sing, and take up an offering. That's just what church was in the Bible. That's what it is today, a pastor and a people. Thank God for the local church. Now, I mentioned this. Paul does not want them to wait until he arrives to try and raise that money because Paul is trying to get him a, a something in between him and the finances. He doesn't want it to look like he came and took money from people. And, Pastor, you and I need to be careful. We don't want to look like we're out for money. And we don't want to be involved in that to where there can be any question about us dipping into the finances, skimming off the top or whatever it is, misappropriating funds. That is so important that we are uh, uh, above board when it comes to uh, the the bills that are put in the offering plate. Uh, bills, we don't have that much. The credit card swipes, the auto pay, whatever it is. But we need to make sure that uh, the right people are in the right place. That's why you have those trustees and you have good deacons. And if you're blessed, you have a financial manager. And you have people in between you and the money. Don't be a signer of the checks. Don't be the one who takes the deposit to the bank. Don't take the money home with you from the church and keep it overnight. Don't do that. Paul says, I'm not doing that. I want you to have it all done before I get there. All right, verse 3. And when I come, whomsoever ye shall approve. Now, he's even getting himself further removed. He said, I'm going to let you pick the courier. I'm not picking who it is. You're going to pick who it is. He said, now pick a man that you'll approve by your letters. So he said, I want this thing in writing. We're going to take record. We're going to make a note of this. We're going to have a paper trail. Can I say that is so important in our modern churches? I don't care if you run 20 or 2,000. You ought to have receipts. You ought to have, I don't know what they call it, but a ledger. <laughs> you ought to have all of the deposits. You ought to have all of the expenditures. You ought to have everything financially on paper, letter. He said, I even want the name of the one who's carrying the money written down. That's a good thing to do. I want to make sure everything is bulletproof here. I don't want people to look at this and say, well, here's something that happened or here's something that happened. He said, I want to make sure that uh, whoever delivers the finances to that church, right? I want to make sure that they, they're honorable. I want to make sure that they are protected as well. And he said, so I want it noted in writing. And I also want the exact amount of money that is given to be written down. So I, that way there's no question about the integrity of this offering. So he wasn't entirely sure if he'd make it all the way to the Jerusalem. So he said, so the appointed messengers were entirely welcome to travel with the Apostle Paul. He says that in verse number four. He said, and when I come, whomsoever ye shall approve by your letters, then will I send to bring your liberality unto Jerusalem. And if it be meet that I go also, they shall go with me. So Paul said to even ensure the delivering of this, he said, if, if, if I need to go all the way, I'll go all the way. 
they can travel with me if they don't know how to get there or if they they feel uncomfortable or, or if they just need uh, escort whatever it is you said i'm purposing to go they can go with me and we're going to try to help these christians in the city of jerusalem so the first four verses have dealt entirely with the receiving of an offering and the recording of an offering the recruiting of a man to deliver the offering and then the requirements to make sure that it is all above board. Churches across America, and I know because I'm in them, do not do as well as they could in the area that we're talking about right now. Things are run, and this is the word, sort of hokey, not real efficient and not real professionally. And it might you might skate for so we all friends around here and it's a small we don't have a whole lot come in five hundred dollars a week yeah but listen man all it takes is one person to say something about that say well where'd that ten dollars go you know what I mean and the next thing you know you're in a mess of trouble so you got to make sure that you have it all recorded you got to make sure that there's a buffer between the pastor and the finances I'm not saying that somebody else controls the way the finances are spent I'm just saying somebody ought to make sure that the pastor's safe by not making him carry the bag and not making him sign the thing and not making him count the money. That's just, that's just not going to work. That's just not going to work. And we want to make sure that we're above reproach in that area of church work. The other thing is this. We ought to have a church that is ready to give when a need rises. Now, you've got to be careful. I know how it was when I pastored that people would call and say, hey, I got an electric bill. Can you pay it? Now, they never did come to church, didn't purpose or plan to come to church. They just wanted somebody to pay their bill. Now, they didn't have any character to go get a job. And I understand that. We can get taken advantage of. People do that with food and grocery money, quote, unquote, gas money, things of that nature. And they'll call and they'll ask for your, 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 your uh, generosity to be bestowed upon them. I'm not saying that, but I am saying worthy causes and great needs brethren that need bailed out if you will we ought to have a church that has a heart that is ready to give and be a help to people in need well, that's all of our time for today join us next broadcast until then pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper assistant pastor at north valley baptist church in santa clara california listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival